Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 78 of Enhancing the Human Experience. I'm really excited for this episode because we're going to unpack a lot of things that I've been thinking about over the last couple of months and weeks and a lot of things that my work centers around. And I think it's going to be pretty valuable for for you. And it's not just because, you know, these are the topics rattling around in my head. We're going to talk about core issues and core ideas that every human being really needs to know. That's why I'm really excited about this episode. Before I get into the episode and we kind of get in and unpack all this stuff because it's going to be it, it's going to be a lot and I'm I'm really excited to get into it. I just want to remind you that if you didn't catch last week's episode, episode 77, I had Jeremy Ryan Slate, he I interviewed him on the show. We talked about his business, his entrepreneurial lessons and uh, mindset and tactics and strategies that he's used to create a massive impact, not only in the world of uh, podcasting and business, but in helping other entrepreneurs and helping other people identify their brand and get them marketed and getting them positioned on podcast as guests. That's one of his businesses that has grown out of his own podcast. It's called Command Your Brand. That's his latest business, kind of this evolution in in his own um, entrepreneurial pursuits. But if you're interested in starting a business or maybe getting into an online business, that podcast had a lot of insight. I mean, Jeremy Ryan has created over 452 episodes and growing. He publishes three episodes a week of his podcast. And he's interviewed some big time players in the business world, including people like Grant Cardone, and even Elena Cardone, his wife, Grant's wife, Hal Elrod, Seth Godin, um, list the list goes on and on. Just go to his website, Jeremy Ryan Slate, and you'll see all these people. Anyway, I asked him some of the tactical questions and practical how to questions about how he's done that and what he does in his day and some of the failures that he's had and what he's learned from them. So that was a really, I really had a lot of fun doing that podcast. And one of the reasons why I liked to invite entrepreneurs onto the podcast, you know, we're, ta- we're talking about enhancing the human experience. And I think it is really important to be able to turn your passion, uh, what fulfills you, what brings you joy, what you love to do into a lucrative endeavor and make it a win-win. That's why I'm really passionate about talking about business and entrepreneurial pursuits, because when you leverage what you're good at and when you do what you're supposed to be doing in the world, which incidentally is what we're going to talk about on this episode of the podcast, you're going to be super fulfilled, super enjoy, super in flow state, but everyone else is going to benefit immensely from you sharing your passion and, and what gives your life meaning, what you're good at. It's such a win-win. We you know, what are you, what are you aligned with? What, what aligns you right with your inner being, your inner wisdom, your higher self. That's when everything gets really awesome in life. And that's kind of the topic of this episode of the show. But, uh, that's one of the reasons why I love to have entrepreneurs share their story because we have to find a way to monetize that. You know, we have to find a way to create prosperity for ourselves and create abundance. And I really believe that the best way to do that is to unlock 
your genius. Everyone has a genius, a genius inside of them. Everyone is built in a certain way and then share it with the world. That's one of the reasons why I'm going to continue to have entrepreneurs on the show, why a lot of my focus, not only in the podcast, but definitely in my vlogs on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash Phillips. A lot of the vlogs and, and content is going to be moving more toward, I mean, I guess it kind of always has been because I, I love marketing side and the advertising side of, of what we, what I do here online. And I'm going to be doing that even more, sharing some of my business lessons and my creativity lessons. Um, I'm more of a creator type person. And so I find meaning and I have historically done a lot of things that are maybe more on the artistic side and not so much on the like sales and marketing and business side, but more on the artistic side. And I spent approximately 17 years doing design and space planning in the office furniture world. So I love design. And so a lot of the things, the business pursuits that I've done in my past have been centered around design. And I'm going to share some of the things I've created, why they didn't work, why they did work, what I learned, all those types of things in more of the vlogging that I'm going to be doing and starting to do on a weekly basis on my YouTube channel. So go check that out if that's something you're interested in. But again, it's just really sharing these these uh, ideas and lessons with each other so that we can all grow together. You know, that's one of the, the core founding principles of the podcast is sharing best practices for living. And it really excites me a lot to do that. That's why I'm going to be having these people come on. and I'm going to share some of my own ideas too. But I wanted, I wanted to mention that if you haven't checked out his uh, episode, his interview, you can do that on my website, gmarkphillips.com or my YouTube channel very shortly. The other thing I want to say is I want to kind of feature a product on today's episode, and that is the Magic of Being series for children, which is really a book series for all human beings, right? Basically, what we're going to be talking about on this episode when we talk about finding your purpose, doing what gives your life meaning and fulfillment and what fills your spirit, what makes you come alive. One of my favorite quotes ever, uh, Thurman, I forget his first name right now, but he said, do what makes you come alive because the world needs more people who are alive and who are energized and who have like sparked themselves awake. And so I love that quote. It's so fitting and it embodies so much of what I feel we really need to have a fulfilled life, to create prosperity, to create abundance, but also live in the spirit of joy and create in the spirit of joy. I really, really like that quote, do what makes you come alive. And that's just what makes you feel energized. When do you feel super pumped up? When do you feel like you can take on the world and do anything? The more we do of that, the more we do when we're in that state, the better everyone is going to be. So that's kind of the heart of what we're going to be talking about on this episode. But the Magic of Being series is a two-part series, and I've talked about this on the episode on podcast episodes before, but I want to specifically touch on book two in that series. The whole reason that I wrote book two, it, well, let me give you a little bit of background on those books. Maybe you're not familiar with those, but basically those two books are the books, well, let me state it in this way. <laughs> we'll get it right here. There is a a way of thinking and an, and an idea in the writing world, in the book world that said that says this, 
write the book that you want to read. And so what I did is I took that idea and I wrote the book that I wanted to read. And what I, when I say that, I mean, I wrote the book that I wanted to read as a child or that I would want to read as a child, knowing what I know now about the uh, notion that we are spiritual beings, having a human experience, that we have an incredibly large, that is a huge understatement, body of knowledge and wisdom behind us in the unseen aspect of ourselves that is there for our use, if we tap into it, and that's always there to help us, the spiritual side of us, right, the unseen part of us, and that that can help us, it can guide us through life, it can help us make the right decisions, but we got to tap into it, we got to know ourself, and when I mean, when I say that, I mean our capital S self and our small s self, right? Capital S self is the bigger aspect of us, the really the potentially the one consciousness that we all come from. Uh, there are different terms for that in different religious or spiritual traditions, but there's like big S and little s. Maybe little s is your qualities, characteristics, and attributes, your body, right? The different way you're built, the different way your mind is put together. All of those things go into the mix, but that book was the book that I wanted to share with children about all of this stuff that I think will benefit them in their life on their journey. And the first part of the book was talking about being and how as a child, they get to choose what they will be and they get to design themselves in their own consciousness and in their own identity. It's about self-concept and self-identity. And then what, what the goal is, is to ultimately align yourself with the things and experiences you want to do and the experiences you want to have and become that person. This is what all of the success gurus are talking about. Pretty much every success guru that has ever lived has talked about this a lot, or it's the entire foundation of their whole like uh, message. Some of the more famous ones are Jim Rohn and his famous statement, Success is something you attract by the person you become. Well, that is becoming the person that can attract the success you want. Johann Wolfgang, Wolfgang von Goethe talked about it. He said, before you can do something, you've got to be something. Many, many people have talked about this notion of being, even modern day entrepreneurs. One of my favorite uh, awesome persons in the world uh, is Dan Locke. Dan Locke is a serial entrepreneur out of Vancouver, British Columbia. And he talks about this. He said, Hey, you know, a lot of times I ask myself, who do I need to be? And who do I need to become to achieve the goals that I've set for myself? So if you pay attention, you will hear people say that as well. I'm really tuned into it. And so I hear people say it all the time, this notion of talking about being and talking about self-concept and self-identity. And so just start to pay attention when you hear motivational speakers or success gurus or experts and hear when they say that. Just the other day, I was listening to an interview with Ed Milet and he is uh, he's blowing up on the motivational, inspirational scene right now and for good reason. I mean, that guy is really incredible. I've seen a number of his interviews. If you haven't checked him out, you should definitely do it. But, you know, he was in 
Lewis Howes was interviewing him and he said that he said, you know, he always goes back to that as well, talking about being and talking about who he needs to become, who he needs to be in order to accomplish the goals and dreams he set for himself. So it's really everywhere. It's pervasive. That's why I felt compelled to write the children's book about it and also just be it the secret to having what you want in life. But book one was all about asking your child or helping your child understand that they get to decide who they will be and who they want to be. They get to consciously create their self-identity. But I didn't feel it was right to just write that book and not give children the other half of the equation because I really firmly believe that all of us come into the world with a mission and a purpose and something that we're designed to do. You're designed to do something that is specifically suited to you, and I'm designed to do something specifically suited to me, and that is listening to that inner voice within ourselves. You could call it intuition, you could call it your inner being, you can call it your inner guidance or your higher self. But sometimes it whispers really softly, but it's definitely always sending that beacon like a little transponder signal of what we're supposed to do. And it's guiding us to do the right thing at the right time in the right way in order to fulfill our mission. And and what I mean by that is find happiness, find joy, find fulfillment, find meaning, and be super beneficial to other human beings in the world and other people, right? That's what I mean by that win-win. A lot of trouble comes, and I'm speaking from my own experience and other people that I see, when we don't listen to that inner guidance or we're not tuned in, we're not tapped into that, and we do things that are not for us or that are then maybe they benefit us and not other people, or maybe they benefit other people, but not us. But when we align with that inner guidance and and follow it, that's when life really starts to get awesome. So that's why I wrote the second book is to remind children that, hey, yes, they you do have the ability to be whoever you want to be, because we're creators and we can harness the creative power that flows through us, the God force or the light that shines through us and animates us. Really, it's the light that and the energy that animates every living thing on earth. It's just that human beings have the ability to focus it in certain directions and on certain things and therefore become that, become that what they choose to become, right? We have, we are, we are aware of our awareness and we have consciousness. And so, you know, other animals in the world, they're just driven by instinct. They don't have that little special gift that we have where we can harness and focus that creative power. And so I felt it was really important to give children that second piece of the equation that, hey, yeah, you do have the ability to become whatever you want to be. But if you listen to the guidance within yourself first and link it up and then become that, then you're on the right path big time. Everything's just going to unfold and blossom in a big way. So that's what book two is about, is listening to the inner guidance and asking themselves, hey, what did I come here to do? What, what, what is my mission that I, that I was specifically designed to do? Every human being is like a snowflake, right? Unique in their own way. You're unique in your own way. I'm unique in my own way. And we have certain qualities, characteristics, and attributes that are inherent only to us. It's like this combination, right? You're built in a way that is totally unique, never has been, never will be, never, not anyone like you on the planet right now, and never will be. And because of that way that you're designed, and I'm talking about not only your physical body, 
but also your mental body, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you perceive and interact in the world, you're built to do something really well. You're built to do something in a way that nobody else can do it. And so when you find out what that is by listening to the inner guidance and inner wisdom inside of you, then you're going to unlock all sorts of joy and happiness and bliss and fulfillment and meaning and all the things that we all want. And yes, money and and monetary gain and, um, you know, physical things and all the things and experiences that we want. But it's really so important to tune into that inner inner guidance. And so that's kind of the the item that I wanted to feature today on the show, the two-part Magic of Being series. I really feel that that concept, you know, you don't have to find it in, in my books. You can find it in other books. And like I said, lots of people are talking about this. I just felt compelled to share it in my way, in the way that I see it, and especially to share it with children at a young age. Because there's you know, people have asked me this, you know, on, uh, on my YouTube channel, maybe a couple months ago, related to that video that I talked about those two books, the guy said, Hey, how early do you want? How early should we be teaching this stuff and introducing this knowledge to children? And I said, as early as possible. <laughs> you know, there is no it's never too soon, even before they can understand what you're saying. You got to be telling them, hey, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. You came into the world with something to do with a with a guidance system with a with like a, a, a way to understand uh, what your mission is, what your purpose is. And you got to help them tune into that. Because here's the thing, most of the world is oriented outward, and they're looking for clues on what to do looking outward. Very few people, it's happening more and more, I believe, are looking for clues on what to do by looking inward. And so if you tell your child, hey, you really don't need any guidance from anyone outside of yourself, you need guidance from within yourself, they'll be, they will be leaps and bounds ahead of other children because most children don't get that knowledge. It's really, really important to share that with your knowledge, with your child. Just that one thing, one sentence. Your inner guidance will always steer you in the right way. Just tune into it. Get them on a spiritual practice earlier rather than later, and their life will be immensely better. So, you know, like I said, you can pick that information up a lot of places, but it's really, really vital that you get it into your child's head early on. And so to that point, what is your purpose? What is your mission in life? What are you here to do? Um, All of these things are really, really critical. Sometimes adults, you know, they ask themselves that question at various points in life, you know. Um, For my own self, I'm going to share my own uh, story with starting the podcast here and starting to build a business and an online business around my passion for personal transformation and spirituality and the metaphysical side of ourselves, which was something that I kind of kept in the closet for many, many years. And I didn't think it was a viable way to make money or to um, create self-expression or to create products and services around. And that didn't happen until 2013. You know, that was five years ago when I made that decision to start building a business around my passion for this type of thing. 
Before that, it had always been just a hobby and a side note and something I did in my free time. And then, you know, after I kind of had an awakening of my own and kind of did some projecting out of the path that I was on and where I would be in 20 years and if I would be... Uh, happy and fulfilled and making the money that I wanted to and the contribution I wanted to and the impact that I wanted to in the world, I made the decision to change. And you know what? It was a pretty radical change because like I said, I was in the design industry um, and and I loved a lot of aspects about that work, but it was losing some of its meaning. I, I still worked with amazing people and I worked with amazing clients um, and I loved solving problems, helping people solve problems. It was just a really fulfilling career, but it, it was losing some of its meaning. And once things lose their meaning and they, they we lose our purpose, that's when we kind of know that we better either make a decision because once... I feel that once meaning starts to trail off in whatever we're doing, it never it never is going to come back because I really believe that life is a game of transitions and if we stay in one place too long, we will get out of alignment because you know the universe is always changing, everything in life is always growing and expanding and evolving. And if we don't evolve with it or allow ourselves to be in the flow of that and move with it, there's a high probability that we will be come out of alignment. You know, look at your own life. I mean, how you were and what you were doing when you were, you know, 10 years ago. I don't want to say when you were 20 because you might be 20 right now. But what you were doing 5, 10, 15 years ago, my guess is probably you're not doing that anymore. You know, in my early 20s, I was partying. I was going out and and having so much fun, but it was radically different from the things that I'm doing now. And I don't do that anymore because I'm not in alignment with the person I was then. I've changed. I've grown just like you've changed and you've grown. And I don't mean, I don't want to, I want I don't want to have you label grown as like, that was bad. This is good. Or this is good. That is bad. Just different. It's just a different path. And like I say, that that journey that we come in to do and that that person we are, it's always changing and evolving, right? You're a different person today than you were a year ago. You're a different person today than you even were last week because, you know, we're reminding ourselves that the consciousness, our consciousness is always changing. Everything influences it. Every single thing, everything we do, every person we meet, they may spark another idea for ourselves or awaken a new aspect of our consciousness and it changes. That's why everything we do in life, it's all about that relationship and everything we come into relationship with, whether it's a person or something we're doing, it's going to change us. And when we change, we never go back to be the same. We can never be what we were yesterday, what we were last week. And so that's just this, you know, natural flow of of the human experience is like following it and staying, trying to stay in as much alignment with who you're becoming at any given point in time as you can. But, you know, the essence of this episode of the podcast is to question. When we question ourselves, we will get the answers, right? That's how we talk to our inner guidance system and listen for the, the kind of the feeling or the emotions that come up and that starts guiding us to the, the, the endeavors we should be pursuing, one of the um, one of the stories uh, I want to share with you here, before I talk about a little more about my story, and and I better make a note here so I don't forget to share that with you. But one of the things that I want to share with you is 
years ago, I practiced the Japanese martial art of Aikido. Hugely beneficial for my own growth and development as a human being. And in doing that, uh, I should say that my sensei that ran the dojo, Three Shapes Aikido, was Alejandro Anastasio. I've had him on the podcast a number of times, and he is an incredible human being. You can check out his podcast at onehandspeaks.com. You can find him on iTunes, Google Podcast, all that. Excuse me, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts. I know they're changing the name and rebranding both of those, but he was my sensei, an incredible human being, incredible. He does so much. I could speak a whole podcast just about that guy. But one of the things that, that relates to this episode of the podcast is that we would learn about the founder of Aikido, Morihei Usheba. And the thing about him is, you know, when he founded Aikido, he embodied the entire essence of Aikido. But his students, he had a handful of like first students, right, that were there with him. And he was transferring this, the ideas and the the essence and the technique of Aikido to these students. And what we learned is that each of those students were unique in their own way. One student was uh, very physically big, kind of like, you know, a big guy, right? One other student had a sense and an ability to understand the energetic side of Aikido. That was Robert Nado sensei. And I, I had the pleasure of studying with him when he'd come to the dojo and do seminars. He understood the energy side of Aikido very well. Don't get me wrong. The guy could still take care of business. He still knew technique and he was, might I say, a badass. But then there were other students who understood different aspects of Aikido. And so what Morihei Sheba did, because there's only one Morihei Usheba. There's only one you. You're never going to find someone else that is going to be able to hold the knowledge and wisdom and understanding and techniques that you have. And so what Morihei Usheba did is he encapsulated and gave each of those students who were unique and different in their own way and had unique capacities to understand a certain aspect of Aikido, he gave each of those students a different aspect of Aikido. He's like, imagine if you chopped it up into five equal parts and gave the student who could understand the physical side of Aikido, the technique side of Aikido, he gave that student that. He gave Robert Nado sensei more of the energetic understanding and more of the energetic discipline and the unseen spiritual side. And let me tell you, I saw some of it in his technique and it is mind-blowing. I felt that. It, it's incredible. And he gave other students different aspects. My point that I want to share and the reason I'm sharing that story is that no one's like you. No one ever will be like you. And so your mission, just like my mission, is to tune in to what makes you different, what makes you unique, find out or remember, let's say remember, because I think when we come into this world, we know what we're here to do. We just get a little distracted because our senses are pointed outward. We get a little unfocused, right? We get a little bit um, forgetful of what our mission is. Your mission, we, you have to remember it and tune into it and ask that inner voice, what am I here to do? What is my purpose? What did I want to do when I came into this physical body and coming into this world? And when you remember that, then you start building your life around that. And yes, part of building your life around that is building your business life around it and your entrepreneurial life around it so you can monetize it. Because when you monetize your bliss and you monetize your joy, 
it doesn't get any better than that, right? Every day's a vacation. There is no amount of time that you can't work, right? You could work 24 hours a day, 50 hours a day, whatever. You know, I'm, I mean, when you monetize your joy, then it's game on, right? You're never going to want to stop working. When you're not monetizing your joy, when you're just doing something to make money, every day is going to suck. And for a lot of people, every day sucks. But but when you find what makes you come alive, what your real joy is, every day is a dream, absolute dream. Still going to be challenging, right? Still going to be hurdles to jump through, still going to be uh, problems that are going to arise, but it's still going to be a joy and a dream to go through that. So that's that's what I want to offer you on the podcast today is just asking your inner self and reminding or having yourself remind you, I know that sounds strange, what you came here to do what your purpose is. And now, now I want to share my story and it relates to starting the podcast, it relates to starting my own online business here, like I talked about in 2013. And maybe this will resonate with you. Maybe this will help you on your own journey. But I think that's, again, what, what we're here to do. When we share stories about how we've experienced life, it helps other people experience life. So that's what I want to do. And like I said, so in 2013, I made that decision to start building a business around my passion for spirituality, personal development, and all of the stuff that that I feel is really lacking or was lacking in the world. I, I really feel that we need to be teaching children this at a young age. They get a lot of carnal knowledge, race knowledge, reading, writing, and arithmetic. That's all, that's all being covered, no doubt. But what's not being covered is teaching them to know themselves, teaching them to understand the spiritual side of themselves, where all the gold really is, right? The intellectual side, that's very shallow. I mean, that's that's just like a small fraction of what we really are as human beings. Um, and when we die, when our soul transitions, when our body stays here, because our body is made up of elements and water and things that are from this world, right? Our spirit is not from this world. When we leave our body here, guess what else stays here? The intellectual side, who we are, our self-identity stays here. We, you know, Eckhart Tolle talks about this. He said, when you die, everything will be stripped away from you that isn't truly you or that wasn't truly you. And the only thing that's truly you is your spiritual aspect, right? And so that's one of the reasons that I started the podcast is that I'm most passionate about sharing this message with children. You know, a lot of what I do is based on the concept that, well, who was it? Gandhi that said this, be the change you want to see in the world. And I take that Uh, A little bit further, I say, you know, do the things you want to see done in the world, create the products or services that you want to see in the world, that you want to buy in the world. All of that is encapsulated in be the change you want to see in the world. You know, at the end of the day, the world is what we make it and our lives are what we make it. And so for me, when I woke up to the fact that, hey, you know, I have a voice, I have a platform, now everyone has a platform, right? I can share my message with the world, I can share what I feel is important with the world, and make whatever change I can to the collective consciousness of human beings, and to the world in general, to try to make the world a better place, in my own way, right? Everyone has a everyone has a, a say in this. All 8 billion plus people have a vote on how the world is. You have a vote. I have a vote. Everyone has a vote. If we choose not to make that vote, then 
then that's the choice we make, right? But for me, I woke up and said, you know what, I want to vote in this way now. And so I started building a business around my passion and I started writing books and that led to starting a blog and my YouTube channel and social media and then eventually to Enhancing the Human Experience podcast, which has been one of my greatest loves and joys that I've ever done. And for a long time, even before I started the podcast and even before 2013, what I, I'm going to share this story with you. This is somewhat of a personal story. I haven't really told this to anyone before, many people before. In fact, I don't think I've ever told it to anyone before. But one of the senses that I've had for a long time, even into my early 20s, uh, I'm 45 right now, even in, you know, started my early 20s, was this notion that, one, I really enjoy talking to people. I enjoy asking them about themselves. I enjoy kind of interviewing them, even though they don't know I'm interviewing them, right? And I like that. I get a lot out of connecting with people and engaging with people. It's always been my one of the things that I find really, really fun in life. And so I always had kind of this inner knowing or this inner sense about myself that I, I wanted to do that. I, I've had like uh, a dream to have my own talk show or interview show for many, many years, well before I started this in 2013. But the thing of it is, I always kind of suppressed it because I didn't think it was viable. I didn't think, I kind of thought to myself, Mark, that's freaking crazy, right? What, what in the world are you going to do with your own talk show, right? And so I had this kind of inclination or this inner knowing that I, sh- that I should do that, or that I, I wanted to do that. But I squashed it down and I didn't uh, listen to it as much as I should. And there is probably a large component of I wasn't ready yet to do that. You know, that's the thing about life is even though we think we kind of know what's going on, I don't really think we ever really know what's going on. Because like I say, our consciousness and our awareness is somewhat limited in the grand scheme of things, and it's always opening up and evolving. But I did have this kind of knowing that I wanted to be something related to having a talk show, having an interview show, and sharing some kind of information, something valuable, right? And so everything kind of came into full alignment when I had the idea to launch this podcast, and I've enjoyed every single minute of it. And here's another insight that I want to share with you, and this is probably something you've realized in your own life when you do things that are really for you and that are meant to be for you. One, it doesn't matter who else gets benefit from it because you're getting benefit from it. And that is exactly how I feel about the podcast. Like I would do this podcast if no one ever listened and if no one ever gave me any feedback and if it, if, if I was just doing it in a box without anyone because I get an incredible amount of joy and and it helps me understand my own experience and the human experience. It's fulfilling on many levels even if it doesn't even get broadcast. But like I talked about, when you broadcast what brings you joy and what brings your life meaning and fulfillment, then you're really on to something. And like I said, the only way that I got on to something, and as I started listening to that inner voice inside of myself, and a lot of that was directly related to what was happening in the world, you know, after 2008 and the financial crash in the United States and the housing market, and it pulled everything else down, right? It crashed a lot of people's lives and or, you know, the, their bubbles, right? And what do we know about that? Sometimes when quote unquote 
undesirable things happen, we turn inward and start questioning, hey, what is really going on here? And and it, it wakes us up, right? When something shakes us like that did, it wakes up wakes us up. And I think a lot of people woke up to what life was really meant to be, what their purpose is, what they should be doing. You know, people were playing outrageously crazy games, you know, whether they were speculating in the housing market or speculating on the stock market or just doing, spending their time that they were should be doing their mission in life, right? And I'm not saying that may not have been their mission, but spending their time in life doing a lot of crazy things. And when those things fall apart, we kind of turn inward and do a lot of introspection, right? I know that I did. And as I, as the corporate world was changing and a lot of the systems and ways that the world used to be, right, where you could go to work for a corporation and stay there for as long as you wanted, right? And a lot of it was changing. And also, you know, talking about kind of sometimes the corporate world can grind down the human spirit, right? Because you're sitting in a cubicle. And I say that kind of tongue in cheek, because I did design cubicles for corporations, but you're sitting in a cubicle. It's not It's not exactly like a, a natural environment for a human being to be in. Let's just put it on that way. But, you know, we, we question, we start to question ourselves and say, hey, what is my purpose here? What am I really doing here? And so that's what happened to me at that point in time. And I did a radical shift and took somewhat of a big risk in starting to sow new seeds and building a business around my passion, around something that I love. Because don't get me wrong, I'd done things in the past. Like I talked about, I built things and businesses around things that were interesting ideas at the time that didn't really have any deeper meaning or deeper purpose or fulfillment. And as you can imagine, they didn't go anywhere. Eventually, I got burned out on those things. And I'll share some of those with you in my vlog on my YouTube channel, because I think it's a valuable lesson to share. Because if, if you, that's the whole purpose of the podcast is helping you understand what I understand, helping you understand what I now understand sooner. So you can go further, faster, get to where you want to be, not make some of the mistakes. Even if even if you don't really like relate to my story, at least it goes in the bucket and you can say, hmm, you know, am I making this type of mistake? And and what I mean by that is, you know, if you're chasing money and not chasing meaning, there's a high probability that you will get burned out on whatever you're chasing the money doing eventually. It's just the way that it is. And I'm not the first person to realize that if you're chasing something that doesn't fulfill you or you don't find your mission or your purpose, there's a high probability you will burn out before you even get to the money. I don't care how lucrative it is, or you won't burn out before you get to the money and the it'll be your life will be miserable, right? That that happens to a lot of people. And so that's a little bit about my story and like me following my own inner guidance system. And I again only share that with you so that you can understand where I'm coming from. And of course, understand, you know, the purpose behind the podcast and why I do what I do. But I really think that that this is where the meat and potatoes is, for lack of a better word or better analogy of the human experience. This is the foundation also of the of the podcast and what I do, you know, remembering that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Our spiritual side, our soul side has access to every bit of knowledge. 
infinite understanding, complete understanding, but our human side, because of the limited nature of consciousness, and it's always this awakening, doesn't have that aspect. We have to tune into our spiritual spiritual component or spiritual side, spiritual part, to get access to that. If we never do that, then we are prone to make a lot of unnecessary mistakes in life or unnecessary delays to getting to what we want, the fulfillment and the joy. But when we tune in and turn within and look at that inner guidance system and use our feeling to say, hey, is this really what I want to do? Is this what I should be doing? Is this my mission? Is this my purpose? Does this fill me up? Do I get a lot of enjoyment from doing this? Do I love it? then life starts to get really good. So that's just what I want to offer you today in the podcast is start uh, thinking along those lines. And I really think that uh, your life will start to take a better shape than it is now. I'm sure you have an amazing, lots of amazing experiences that are already happening. But for all of us, myself included, there's always new levels. There's always new levels of more fulfilling experiences, more, um, you know, peak peak feelings and peak experiences to pursue in life. There's always more. That's the thing about life is, you know, we're never going to be going on cruise control and coasting, which incidentally is another thing that I kind of did for many years in the middle part of my life there in my 30s. I was kind of just like, okay, this is working out. I'm just going to hit cruise control. And that really doesn't work in life, right? If we're not continuing pushing forward, we're not going to be happy because we are experiential beings. And we came here like with a, a specific thing to do and we wanted to have fun doing it and we wanted to find fulfillment doing it. And when we go on cruise control and kind of stay in one sphere, our soul just doesn't get happy. Sometimes I like to think of this notion that when we do something we fear, our soul smiles because it's like the soul gets excited. This is like, this is why I came here, right? To step outside of my comfort zone, do things that were that were I'm afraid of, to go places, to transcend things, to travel, all those things. The soul gets really, really excited because that's what the soul came here to do, right? I didn't come here to like sit in one place, do the same thing over and over, become like this machine or robot. There may be not a lot of fun in that for the soul. And certainly for your growth and your expansion, probably not a lot of fun. And I speak from personal experience there, right? So I hope that was beneficial to you. You know, if it is, I'd love to get your feedback on this episode, either on my website, gmarkphillips.com, or when this video goes up on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. They usually go up about a week or so after I air the podcast. And so, yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know what your, uh, if some of this resonates with you, if you've, if you've kind of thought about these things before. But again, I, I come back to this notion quite a bit and continually looking within as I'm creating new aspects of my business and doing new things because it, you know, we, we are always, we're creators. We always are going to be creating that, that energy, that God force is always flowing through this through us and wants to create, right? So we're, we're kind of that channel that it happens through. And so that's kind of what I think about as I'm creating new things to kind of add on and be more valuable and be more um, helpful to you on your journey and create that win-win. I love doing it and hopefully it's beneficial to you as well. So that's the podcast. I really appreciate you listening. I hope you got something out of it. If you did, 
please give it a thumbs up on YouTube and share it with someone who might benefit from hearing this information. Um, That's it. That's the podcast. Thanks so much. Have an awesome week. And until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.